Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Justin Kristen. Today's episode is a follow-up to the previous episode I released, and in my latest episode I talked about three reasons why it may make sense for you to hire a personal trainer. Today's episode I'm going to talk about three reasons why it might not make sense for you to hire a personal trainer. Reason number one, you already have a good routine set. And with that routine, maybe you're happy with where you're at. You don't have any specific goals. You don't, I hate to use the word coast, but you're you're on this autopilot to where it's part of your life. You're happy with the way you look. You're happy with the way you feel. You're happy with how you parent or how good of a friend or a spouse you are. It's okay to be content. That's almost the goal is to have areas of your life Sort it out so you can focus energy on other areas of your life. And while I am not advising against it, always having fitness goals and always wanting more bigger muscles or to lose more weight can take up time and energy from other areas of your life. It can take up time from your work life or your family life. And because it takes concentration. And with that concentration comes a little mental drain. So if you're somebody that already has a routine set and you're happy with where you're at, you don't have any specific goals, you don't need that accountability, I would say that you're good where you're at. You can find workout plans online. You can incorporate new exercises or go back and forth between maybe old programs that you used. You don't need to constantly be getting better in that area. You can be happy. You can be content with where you're at. And you can focus that extra energy that you're saving on other projects. So that would be reason number one. The second reason that it might not make sense for you to hire a personal trainer is maybe a fairly obvious one. It's a financial commitment. And I'm going to say this flat out. It doesn't make sense financially for everybody to hire a personal trainer. It can be expensive. And with that expense, at least I know for me as a personal trainer, is I recommend people stay with me minimum three months because the progress that we see on Instagram, the progress that we see on social media in general, is not as rapid and quick as real life. So in real life, it's not lose 20 pounds in one month and get a six pack in six weeks. Realistically, some for some people it takes six months to lose that 20 pounds. For some people it takes five years to get that six pack. It's a financial commitment. It 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 takes it takes that commitment. And it doesn't always make sense for everybody to to hire a personal trainer. And I know that. But I also, as the personal trainer, I know that I want to give my clients the best value for their money. And when I'm recommending minimum three months, and this is minimum, but when I'm recommending minimum three months, I'm not doing that for a financial benefit for myself. I'm doing that because I know what kind of hard work it takes and how hard it is to change habits. In that 12 weeks, that three months goes by a lot quicker than you think. Think about three months ago. What was three months ago? Three months ago was the beginning of the year. 
or I guess beginning of December, if you think three full months, that wasn't too long ago. If you would have started an exercise routine, if you would have started with the personal trainer, then maybe you would have made your progress by now. But during that time, there's holidays, there's, there's work breaks, there's the stuff that's going on in the world right now that can throw you off your routine in general. Looking back three months ago, that's not that long ago. But if you would have started then, maybe you'd be down five, ten pounds. Some people think that in that three months that they would have been down 80 pounds. And for the vast majority of people, that's not the case. It's not that quick hit, six-pack and six-week type mentality. It's a long-term, habit-changing commitment. And within those minimum three months, as a personal trainer, I hope to show you some tips and tricks that you can take with you if you are done after that three months. But that's one of the reasons why it might not make sense for you to get a personal trainer is because it is a financial commitment. And I'm most certainly aware of that. And the third and final reason why it might not make sense for you to hire a personal trainer, and this is a pretty rigid way for me to put it, but I didn't know how else to word it. You have no desire to change. Simply, you don't care. And that's fine. Not everybody wants to exercise. Not everybody has fitness goals. But if that's the case, just because your best friend says, hey, I have this personal trainer, you should go see them. But if you have no desire to change, that makes it hard on you and that makes it hard on the personal trainer as well. Because going back to the the previous reason, the commitment is, it's just that. It's not just a financial commitment, but it's an actual commitment. It's, if you hire a good coach, if you hire a good personal trainer, they will not promise you anything other than what you are capable of. I tell my clients quite often, you might not look like me. Heck, you're not going to look like me because I'm my own person we can get you to look and feel the best that you can look and feel with your body, with your feelings, with your genetics. But if you're hiring a personal trainer to expect them to do the work for you, I would recommend not getting one. Because the amount of time that I spend in the gym with my clients over the course of a week, even if it's somebody that's with me, let's say somebody's with me five days a week. That's only five hours out of the week that they're with me. If you're with me during that time and you're committed, great. But what about the other hundred and some hours? What about the times when you're out to eat with family and friends and you have these goals for yourself? It's on you. It's on the person. It's on the client to do the work themselves. As a personal trainer, yes, it's my job to hold you accountable. It's my job to work with you and to come up with solutions that might help navigate those speed bumps. But if there's no desire on the client's end to make a change or to do anything different, then it probably doesn't make sense to have a personal trainer. If you're looking for, once again, going back to that six pack in six weeks, if you want a six pack in six weeks, you better commit for that full six weeks. And I'm not just talking 
for the short amount of time that we're together. But you have to commit day in, day out. You have to say no a lot. Depending on where you're at, obviously, body-wise, body composition-wise. But it takes it takes a lot of mental energy to to make those changes. One of the common themes that I come across with clients is they want a change, but they don't want to change. So they want the body change, and they think that they can just start working out. But they don't want to change their habits outside. They don't want to make the correct food choices. They don't want to say no to the fattier foods. They don't want to say no to the friends that ask them to go drink every weekend. But they expect their body to change just because they're putting in the work for three hours a week or five hours a week. Changing your body and pushing yourself to become, whether it's looks or feel, but pushing yourself to become the person that you envision takes time, energy, and effort. And it's hard. So you have to have that underlying desire to want to do it. I do ask my clients quite often, what do you want? And not always do they know. Heck, I don't, I don't even know what I want most of the time. But when I sit and I think about it, my words and my actions when they don't line up, that's when I know there's a disconnect. So if my actions are saying, I want to lose weight and I want to be in the best shape of my life, that's what my words are saying. But if my actions, every time a friend texts me and says, hey, do you want to go get dinner and drinks? If every time they do that, I say yes. I can either make good food choices and drink choices at the restaurant Or I can give myself an out and say, oh, it's just one day. Because I promise you that you have more than just one friend that's going to ask you to go out and have drinks, to have dinner. So saying yes to one friend, what happens the next weekend when another friend calls you and says, hey, do you want dinner and drinks? What are you going to say then? Is it yes again? And maybe it is. But knowing that something has to change in order for you to see that change. Once again, it takes time, energy, and effort. And I know that for most people, they get sucked in by the get-rich-quick fitness schemes. Oh, I just have to drink apple cider vinegar? Oh, I just have to run for 15 minutes full speed, and that'll get me to where I want? It's not how it works. And I'm sorry, it sucks. But that's not how it works. Those 15 minutes of sprints, the apple cider vinegar, it all plays a part in the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is the calories in, calories out. That bigger picture is the the strength training that you're doing in the gym. That bigger picture is the habits that you are forming by making different food choices. Years ago when I was at my heaviest, I remember going to Sam's Club and buying the 24 count or 48 count packs of Snickers that you would find in like the store shelves, the ones that come in the boxes that you pull the single serving out. And I would smash those. Now I still eat candy, but now it's 
way further and in between times that I have those types of, I don't even want to say slip ups, but when I have those, those moments, when I eat that stuff, it wasn't overnight that I just stopped. It was over time where I built new habits and I built a new mindset for myself. One thing that I am trying to work out with myself is the message that I want to get across to you or to to people in general is you are the answer. You are the reason that you're going to succeed. You are the reason that you're going to fail. That is scary as hell. It is scary to know that the power is in our hands. It is scary to know that I am in control of my own happiness and my own destiny. I know that when I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling down because I'm not getting work done or I'm, I'm not doing the things that I need to do, that that's on me. And I can beat myself up or I can honestly look at myself and say, you know what? Yeah, you haven't put in that full energy and effort. I can't expect anybody else to do it for me. I have to want to do it on my own. And how do you do that? It starts with what's one small thing you can do today? That will build momentum. What is one thing that you can get better at today that will build momentum? And I'm not talking about long-term goals are great. But let's let's take a long-term goal. And I have a client, let's say I have a client that says, I want to lose 65 pounds. Okay, well, how long do you want to lose 65 pounds? Okay, I want to lose it in the next three months. As a coach... I should probably curb expectations a little bit and say, just so you know, it's going to take a lot of work because if that person does not hit that goal, what it does to them mentally is it can set them back even further because then a lot of people will beat themselves up. Say, I set this goal. I failed. I'm a failure. I suck. Everything sucks. Whereas if you take that 65 pounds and you say, okay, what is a goal for the next week? Maybe it's not a scale goal. Maybe it's a tracking calories goal. Maybe it's a number of exercise goals during the week. Maybe it's how many minutes you go outside for a walk. But it all plays a part in that bigger goal. Because small goals are attainable. Big goals are a lot harder to achieve. And it's easier to set that pie in the sky, big attainable goal. And when you don't hit it, it's easy to say, well, it was... It was never meant to be because it was a hard thing to achieve. Break that 65 pounds down. Break that big goal down into small chunks. I always talk about it with my podcast and I just can't hammer it home enough because I talk myself through it all the time. What is my goal for this podcast? What is my goal for coaching? What is my goal for my life in general? I have big goals. I have big aspirations. But it's up to me to break them down and see those small wins along the way. Because those big goals, that 65 pounds, is made up of 65 singular pounds. That big goal for myself for this podcast, for my coaching, is made up of numerous smaller goals. No small goal should go overlooked. No small goal is too small. Base your goals on your, not competency, but on your abilities to achieve it. If you can't run one mile, do not set a goal for yourself to go out today and run one mile. 
If your goal is to run down the block, if that's how small your goal has to be, set that goal for yourself. Do it. Show yourself that you can do it. And if that was too easy, set it as two blocks. Do not set yourself up for failure. Do not say, I'm going to run 10 miles today when you know damn well you can't even run one mile. Because all you're doing is letting yourself down. Push yourself to your capabilities and your abilities. Don't base yourself off anybody else. Don't base yourself off your best friend who can run 15 miles, who can run a marathon, no problem. That's great. If I compared myself to that person, I'd be a failure. But if I set myself up, if I say, I want to run a marathon, I want to run 20 miles, I want to, whatever the goal is, it has to start with the smallest step possible, whether you like it or not. So still challenge yourself, but don't set yourself up for failure. And with that, we're going to wrap up the episode. I appreciate you tuning in. If you have any questions, as always, email me, justin at philosophical.com. You can visit my website, www.philosophical.com. If you have any coaching inquiries, if you want online coaching or in-person coaching, definitely send me an email and we will link up. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.